Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're hanging by the beach in Ventura, California with our new friend, Michael Anderson. He's a fee-only financial advisor and a local radio show host. Michael takes us through some iconic surf spots and has us explore the Channel Islands that are just off the coast. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Ventura. Let's start the show. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. I'm excited to hear about Ventura today. Hey, thanks, Lee. Appreciate you having me. Ventura is a cool little surf town just north of LA. What's your connection to it? I've been born and raised here. I grew up in this town and uh, I didn't really appreciate it growing up, but once I left and came back after college... I really had a little bit more of a world perspective to realize, hey, the beach and Ventura and Southern California is a pretty special place in this world. Oh, for sure. Since you obviously have such a history there, what's one of the things that you would say to describe it? What's like one or two words to describe Ventura? It's got to be just chill. Ventura is low key. It's laid back. It's got a lot of charm. So the word that comes to mind first is chill. And the word that comes to mind second would be charm. Nice. Yeah. Actually, the fun little fact, when my wife and I got married up in the wine country up there, we went to Ventura and that's where we got our marriage license. (laughs) Right on, man. So right at the top of California, the city hall, is that where you went? Or actually, it's probably at the county. Yeah. County uh, records. I think that's what it was. Also, the building itself is pretty awesome. (laughs) I'll tell you, downtown Ventura, there's all these little nooks in Ventura, but downtown Ventura, the 101 freeway goes right through it. People have probably driven past Ventura and not even noticed it. But if you're to exit California Street, and you can only hit that exit when you're going north, if you get off on California Street and you look up away from the ocean toward the hill, you'll see this big, massive building. And when I was a kid, I used to think it was the White House where the president <laughs> lived. <laughs> you know, it's City Hall, and it's this big, beautiful building that they established 100 years ago, and it's really an iconic place for our little town. Yeah, I will say, you know, obviously that some of those buildings are really beautiful, but it is really hard to take your eyes off the beach. The views are, are amazing. And there's a number of them, and that's what's always funny when I talk to people about where I'm from. A lot of people don't really know Ventura, so when I say, oh, I'm from Santa Barbara, this little place that's just 30 minutes north of Santa Barbara, they know Santa Barbara. Or I'll say, I'm just an hour south of Hollywood. And they say, oh boy, everybody thinks you live next to all the movie stars. And I don't like to tell them that I don't, but most of them don't live in Ventura. It's just this cute little hidden gem right by the beach between Santa Barbara and Hollywood. So if somebody was going to come out to Ventura, what's the best time of the year to visit? That's a tough one, Lee, because, you know, really it doesn't change that much around here. I mean, you're looking at 72 degrees year round, so we don't get a lot of the winter and we don't get a terrible summer either. But I think it's most popular as far as the travel seasons go. Like if you're looking to be here when other people are here, like definitely summer is a little bit more of a travel season. But I think we get pretty constant flow of people year round. And what I always like to share with people is 
for people that don't live in California, but they think they want to make that 10-day iconic trip to California to hit Southern California and maybe get your way up to San Francisco if you've never been to California, Ventura is a great place to kind of call home base. Because when you think about it, it's so close to everything. It's an hour from Hollywood. It's 30 minutes from Malibu. It's 30 minutes from Santa Barbara. 40 minutes and you're in Santa Monica. There's just so much to do right around where you're at. It could easily be a hub for someone to really see all of California, to do that iconic convertible wind in the hair trip along the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway, Highway 1, going through Malibu. And that's when you watch TV or see those commercials with the cars and the two-lane road going along the beach. A lot of those are filmed right in our backyard here in Malibu. You know, that's less than 30 minutes away. So a lot of good times to come here and really a lot to see that's very close. For people that aren't familiar with the West Coast water, Pacific Ocean, it actually takes a little while for the water to warm up a little bit. You know, I used to live in Orange County and we'd always wait till like August, September timeframe before we'd really dive into the water without a sweatsuit because the Pacific Ocean takes a little while to warm up. It is a little colder. It's not going to be as warm as, say, you know, the Florida water. It will shock you a little bit, maybe just at first, just as a little chilly. But when you go down there, you'll see people in there with just their shorts on. Most of the avid, regular surfers, they got their wetsuit on, and they're going out there. I'll tell you one thing. I grew up here, but I never got into surfing. I was just always busy playing some sports and doing other outdoors type things. But I I never did get into surfing, and I kind of regret it because it's one of those sports. Actually, in California, it's our sport now. They kind of named it (laughs) the state sport, surfing. But I never learned how to do it. Friends tell me they love it because you just buy the surfboard. That's just that one cost. And then you go ride whenever you want. It doesn't cost anything to go enjoy your hobby. You know, meanwhile, I like golf. And, you know, it costs a little bit of money when I want to go play or practice. Yeah, golf's an expensive sport, man. (laughs) (laughs) The green fees will eat you alive. And then, you know, you go to the range and hit balls. It can be costly. We have some good golf here in Ventura as well. Olivas Golf Course is a phenomenal golf course. It's a link-style course. It's right kind of near the ocean. It's a lot of fun to go play there. I know they get a lot of play from visitors. One thing, as we're talking about surfing, there's a few iconic spots for surfers here in Ventura. There's this place called Sea Street, and it's in a lot of songs. It's in a lot of surfing movies, and it's talked about a lot. It's some of the best surfing in the world is Sea Street, which is right at the bottom of California Street, there's this break that's kind of a long break and surfers absolutely love it. So for anyone that likes surfing, definitely something to check out when you're, when you're rolling in California, right off the 101, you know, here in Ventura, we got C Street to hit up. Nice. Yeah, actually, Michael and I are both part of this group called FinCon, and I interviewed Doug Nordman of the Military Guide, and he told us all the best surf spots in Oahu, Hawaii. And a lot of people in the FinCon group actually get lessons from Doug whenever they're ready to go surfing. So whenever we can get to a spot for a FinCon group where we can get Doug to teach us, maybe uh, you and I can go out there and get some lessons. Hey, we can make that happen. That would be easy. That would be very easy. A lot of people are getting into paddleboarding now too, Lee. That's something that's really come up. And a few friends of mine here locally, you know, have taken me out paddleboarding, even just in the harbor, the Ventura Harbor, the water is very calm and you can easily learn to paddleboard. Just about anyone can paddleboard. But if you're going to do it out in the open water with the waves, it's a little bit more challenging. But that's really a sport that's also picking up and growing a lot. Paddleboarding and kayaking, just these water sports, people getting on the water. It's nice to see because it's funny how a lot of people spend so much time in front of their screens. You know, the computer, the tablet, the phone. So much time is spent there. But 
when you're not there, you want to get out and do something. So whether it's surfing, paddleboarding, kayaking, riding a bike, you want to get out and find your thing to do. And I don't know, I just feel blessed to live here in Ventura. We've got all of that. And the weather's always kind of conducive to be outdoors doing something. I feel lucky, Lee. I feel like I'm bragging. I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's what we want. We, we want people on the show that love their city and want to brag all about it and give us all the best tips and tricks. So that's perfect. So obviously, we talked a little bit about the water, surfing and paddleboarding and everything. There's actually a lot more to do in Ventura than just the water. So let's talk about some of the places where... I know you said Patagonia, their headquarters is actually in downtown. Yeah, Yvonne Chouinard started Patagonia. What a neat story he has starting that company. If you're not familiar with Patagonia, or at least the way that this company started, I'd urge everyone to look that up. It's such a cool story how he started this company. And he's had these principles that are, you know, they're very core. And people have really gravitated toward the idea of what Patagonia is and trying to be a little more conscientious with how they do things. But it's a company that's grown and grown and grown and their headquarters is right here in downtown Ventura. You can go and check it out. They have a little uh, retail store right there, and you can buy some clothes. You get a discounted price there. And it's really, really neat to see that. And you know, while you're doing that, I'd, I'd even say there's two things I want to mention. It's actually more than two, but two things quickly I'll mention is, uh, is one, there's this urban hike that I love, and it walks you right past the Patagonia headquarters. It's a two-hour hike, and it breaks up the city so well to where you're walking along. You know, if you were at the Ventura Pier, we have a pier right at the bottom of California Street in this promenade, and you walk the promenade, and you end up going around our fairgrounds, and it doubles back, and you come right up to Patagonia headquarters, and then you get on Main Street, and you're walking down Main Street. This is downtown Ventura. And you're seeing all the sights. You walk up California Street, and you see City Hall. You go behind City Hall, and there's this botanical garden. This botanical garden, Lee, is amazing. Just over the last five years, they took this land. It's a big hillside. If you could imagine, behind this big, iconic City Hall, there's this huge hillside, and they've created this trail to walk up it and made it a garden with beautiful plants. As you climb it, it's just beautiful kind of switchbacks the whole way. It's not a rigorous hike, but you'll be at a point where now you're looking over the city and onto the Pacific Ocean. And it's, it's a million-dollar view, and it's free to kind of do this little hike and walk up there. It doesn't cost anything. It's kind of just been established over the last five years, but it's really been a beautiful thing for people to see. And if we can, I'll get you a photo, and maybe we can put that in the show notes or something. It is so special up there, the botanical gardens. That's definitely something to see. But as you walk down those botanical gardens, you can walk down Calorama Street, and you can get to this overpass. There's a freeway overpass that'll get you right back to the pier. So it's almost like a big loop that you can do. And it takes two hours if you want to do the whole thing, or you can just do part of it along the promenade or park behind City Hall and just do the botanical garden. But that is iconic. That's what I call the urban hike. And when I have visitors in town, you know, if they're up for it, we'll do that walk. And I love it every time. And they're always impressed and in awe with it. Because at one moment, you're down on the water, and then just, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, you're walking and you're heading up this hill. And then it seems like in a blink of an eye, now you're on top of a hill looking down on the water where you just were. And it's so cool. It's a very neat thing to do. So for travelers, if you're coming to Ventura, think about that urban hike, or at least think about the botanical gardens or the promenade. That sounds really amazing. I like to travel with my children. So if we're going to bring my three and seven-year-old, would it be something they can do as well? Or is it something that I'm going to have to carry them along the way? 
<laughs> with a three and a seven year old, that's a great point. I have a seven, five, and three year old, so I, I know I know those ages well. <laughs> and <laughs> with younger kids, I wouldn't recommend necessarily doing the hike in one swoop. Okay, I'd recommend uh, typically you can park for free in the bottom of Figueroa Street. Right by the water, the Ventura County Fairgrounds, you can park in there for free and walk over to the beach and just do the promenade and the pier. There's a playground right next to the pier, and that would be like a nice little way to spend an hour. If you were in a separate setting, you can drive up behind City Hall or even drive up above. There's a few spots where you can go up to the top of Grant Park is what they call it, but that's the top of the Botanical Garden. And you can park there, have the view, walk around a little bit with the kids. And then when they're kind of wearing out, you get back in the car and uh, you'll be able to capture the moment with all the photos and whatnot. But it's called Grant Park or the Botanical Gardens. And it's all pretty much directly behind the city hall. And there will be some signs for Grant Park and whatnot. But that's what you want to check out. Definitely going to be worth your time. And, uh, and that's it. It's only time. It doesn't cost anything to go down to that promenade or to go to uh, the Botanical Garden or Grant Park. That sounds good. Or you can do like the dad move where, you know, you park at the top, you walk on down through the Botanical Garden, past City Hall, down to the beach. And then because you're the dad, you get to walk back up while the kids and your wife hang out and have some ice cream. And you get to walk (laughs) back up and get the car and drive the car back down. Right. That is beautiful. That is so total dad move right there. (laughs) That's great. Hearing about the hike and everything obviously makes me hungry because you're going to be building up an appetite. So we only have a few more minutes, but I really want to get into some of the food. You've mentioned some really amazing places in our correspondence, so I don't want to miss out on those. Yeah, let me give you a few spots. Well, definitely, um, if you're going to be here and it's early and you're looking for breakfast, I highly recommend going to the Vagabond Coffee Shop and Cafe. The Vagabond has been here for over 50 years and it hasn't changed a bit. It's definitely a throwback in time. You know, you're going to be feeling like grandma's kind of serving you. And that's, it's kind of a special little place. It's cool in that way. So that's what you're going to get. That's what you should expect. It's good prices, good food, but you're eating in like a 1950 setting. So Vagabond Coffee Shop, and uh, that's on Thompson. Also downtown, if you're around for lunch, the locals love Corrales Mexican food. There's two of them. Just get a burrito. I always get a bean and cheese burrito, mm-hmm. and that's good for me. But everything, as far as burritos, are good there, and that's a local spot. If you like tacos, Snapper Jack's tacos are fantastic. Also, Spencer McKenzie's. Sorry, I'm kind of shooting hot here with a few items to throw at you. but That's all good. I was just going to make a quick point that you made to me is that you know I love using my credit cards to get miles and points on them whenever I'm eating, but Corrales is actually only cash, right? No, they'll take, they've updated. Now they take credit card. Okay. It's going to be a sweet deal for you. I mean, you can get a fantastic burrito. You're going to love it. It's going to be four bucks. Nice. It's cash and carry, I guess, as far as nobody serves you, you just order and then go. Okay. A few more restaurants, as far as dinner or a little more upscale, the two that pop up first is Lure. They serve locally caught food. I mean, it's seafood and it's very good. And it's definitely the it spot in Ventura right now. And it's downtown Ventura. Right next door to that, there's an Italian spot that really does a great job with all of their items. And that's Cafe Fiore. But one of my favorite spots for my family and friends and guests when they come to town is we'll go to this place called Himalaya. And that's kind of at the end of Main Street and Ventura Avenue. And it's just a small little place, but it's got some fabulous food. The owners really do a lot in the community as well to support things. And 
Boy, I know we're short on time, but one more thing that came up is there's a lot of great breweries in town. There's over, I'm not kidding you, there's over 10 breweries in town, and I'm not going to list them, but if you want one thing to do and you like beer, you can go find some great beer at some of our local breweries. So that's something to check out as well. Hopefully that'll give your listeners a little bit of a, you know, a few choices that they can consider when they're here in Ventura. Oh, for sure. And actually, Michael's provided a lot of other tips and suggestions for Ventura. We're going to have all those in the show notes. One last thing I want to get into before we get into the final countdown is called the Channel Islands National Park. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, that's huge for us. I mean, some of our visitors, they come here from around the world just to go to the Channel Islands National Park. The island packers from Ventura Harbor will take you out to these islands. And it's about a 45-minute boat ride. And you get out there and you're able to hike on these islands. You're able to, if you want, you can take kayaks and go through these sea caves. And one of them has, it's the longest sea cave in the world right here in the Channel Islands. So you can paddle out there and go check that out. They do these tours and trips daily. It's a national park. It's right here in our backyard and people come from around the world to check it out. It's definitely kind of a cool thing for a visitor to do to spend a half day kind of hitting the Channel Islands. Right on. Yeah. When I was looking at the Visit Ventura website, they actually described it as a North American version of the Galapagos Islands. It's cool. Yeah. I think when I was younger, we read this book, The Island of the Blue Dolphins. There's stories that it was based on the Channel Islands. So kind of a fun fact from, you know, I don't know, growing up reading this book in the fifth grade. That is so cool. So, hey, thanks for all the tips and tricks. I know that we have all this and more in the show notes, but now it's time for the final countdown. Michael, if somebody only had time for one meal when they came to visit Ventura, where should they go and what should they eat? I already mentioned a bunch of good ones, but I'll throw one more at you. Go to Social Tap on Seaward, South Seaward. It's this spot right by the beach. And Social Tap, I always tell everybody, they're doing everything right because their ambiance is an A+, the service is an A+, the food is an A, and the price is an A. So if you can hit those four areas, it's going to be a good experience. And they're doing very well with it. Social Tap Restaurant. Hit that up for some food. You're going to love it. Get the tacos. They're very good. What type of tacos do you like from there? They have these ahi tacos, and those are phenomenal. You get two of them with a special sauce. It's $11, but on Tuesdays, it's only $7. So those are very sweet. They have a veggie taco that normally you think veggie, no thanks. But they pile that thing up, and very, very good. $4 for that. A number of other ones as well, but everything on the menu has been pretty good from what I hear. That sounds really good. My wife loves fresh seafood, and so between Lure and between here, I mean, she's going to be ready to, to chow down. Uh, what's one of your most memorable stories of Ventura? And I think just growing up here, I, I, my older brother, my stepbrother, played on the football team and baseball team, and when I was 11 years old, he invited me to come out and be the water boy for the football team and the bat boy for the baseball team. and. You know, the community was so uh, cool to kind of be hanging out with these big kids and they really embraced me. And we're kind of a cool town in that way where I feel like we're still a small town. But in many ways, we have so many great options just around the corner for us. So growing up here as a kid, it's a great place to have a family and raise kids. And and so that's why I moved back when we had kids. But uh, something along those lines just to get, I don't know, nostalgic about it. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. I Like I said, I had the young children, and that's one of the reasons why I moved out here to Nashville instead of being like in the big city in L.A. You know, you want that small-town feel. You want that strong community. That's just kind of the right way to go as far as I'm concerned. Before I start crying here and getting all sentimental, what's the happiest happy hour in Ventura? 
<laughs> the happiest happy hour. Great question. Go to the Ventura Harbor. There's a few spots to go in there. The 805 Bar and Grill. Also, Brophy Bros is a great spot for a drink. The Ventura Harbor has a number of good spots, but those are two. You're going to love kind of sitting around looking at the uh, sailboats and the harbor, and it's just a beautiful spot, another little place to go. And there's a free shuttle that'll run throughout the day that'll take you from the harbor to downtown to South Seaward, and that goes throughout the day for all tourists. That's a good little thing, so you can get a ride over there, or you can Uber, but nice to take the free shuttle if you can. If somebody was coming into the Ventura, do they need their car, or is it they can just kind of park and get around easy? You pretty much need it. If you do it right and you're staying like downtown, you can get by and have a great time with not needing a car. Matter of fact, there's a new place in town called Waypoint. They've retroed out like a bunch of Airstreams. So they have like 20 Airstreams. They've decked them out and you can rent them. Basically, the idea is you come, park your car, and you don't move it. They give you a bicycle with the Airstream that you're staying in so you can just bike everywhere you need to go. How cool is that? If you're in the right area, you can get away with not having your car. Okay, that sounds good. The one other thing, too, is for people, if you fly in, say, for example, the Burbank Airport, you can take the Amtrak down here, get off downtown, and you wouldn't need a car at all, actually. You just Amtrak in, get off, go to one of the hotels right there near downtown, and pretty much could have everything you need without a car and taking the train. That's an excellent tip. Thank you so much for that. Last thing, what's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Ventura? Pepperoni pizza, my favorite place is a place called Pizza Chief. Great ingredients, great food, very reasonable prices. Pizza Chief is a very good spot for a pizza. There's a few of them in town. You won't be disappointed. You're not gonna be not loving your pizza when you go to Pizza Chief. Oh, that sounds awesome. I'm all about the pizza. And then like you said about the happy hours, that's pretty cool. Again, Michael, thank you for all the tips and tricks. I've been through Ventura a few different times, but you know, I haven't hit even half of these places that you mentioned. Definitely looking forward to the next time I come visit. Let's talk about you and what it is that you have going on with your business. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Being born and raised here, I have an affinity for this town. I've been very involved in the community with the Rotary Club and teaching adjunct at Ventura College. So that kind of prompted me to start this radio program, Big Money in the 805. That's on the local station, AM 1590, a news talk KVTA. It's on weekly from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., we try and have a, a feature interview with a relevant guest that has something to say worth hearing. We also will have a nonprofit spotlight or highlighting a local nonprofit doing good work in the community. That is a big part of what I'm doing. To pay the bills, though, I do have a financial planning firm. It's a small firm. Our office is on the bottom of Seaward. We help people with fee-only financial planning and investment management. And the website for that is marinantha.com. That's M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. That's what I'm doing here in Ventura. I love this place. I don't think I'm ever going to leave, Lee. Hey, you know, the way you described it, I wouldn't want to leave either, man. I really appreciate everything you've talked about today. We're going to have everything in the show notes, all the places we talked about, plus some of the research I've done myself. Ventura sounds like just a wonderful place to come visit, and I look forward to being able to visit you when we come out there and travel next time. Thank you for your time, Lee, and I look forward to having you out and any guests coming into town. You can look me up and also look up the Ventura Visitor and Convention Bureau. A lot of great information there. Ventura is located in the wine country, a couple hours north of Los Angeles. It's a perfect spot to get away from LA and experience a small town life on the beach. I love that there are tons of bike and walking trails with picturesque views of the ocean. And the Channel Islands are a true hidden gem that's known as North America's Galapagos Islands with over 150 endemic species living on the island. 
Overall, I think Ventura is a wonderful weekend destination with the family or through special someone. What's your favorite thing you learned about Ventura? Please let us know in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash Ventura or log into the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook. Join us in the next episode when Lillian Martin takes us back to the foodie paradise of Austin, Texas, where we'll try quail, brisket, beef ribs, and mezcal margaritas. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you enjoyed most. Make sure you subscribe so that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. If you'd like to listen to more podcasts about travel, I suggest checking out my good friend Ed Pizza's show called Miles to Go. Ed and his guests break down the latest travel news with a focus on credit card rewards and loyalty programs in his weekly 30-minute show. Let me know what you think.